0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue our journey through this strange paradiso. So, um, okay, here we go. I want to share something with you that happened very recently. Now this happened in a location that is very close to where I live someone who is, um, uh, even though she doesn't live on the same block as I do or anything like that, she is still like what I would consider my neighbor because she is like only a few blocks away. I mean, this happened very close to where I'm at. So she was telling me that it was later at night. It wasn't real late. It was before midnight. And she decided that she was going to take her dog for a little walk and at the same time she was going to walk down to the mailbox and check her mail so she says that everything went well she walked her mailbox is um down the block so it's probably about um maybe 14 houses away from where she's from where her house is and then where the corner turns there she has to walk down another maybe a couple of houses in length and that's where the mailboxes are so she went to the mailbox and on her way back she said that something told her to turn around you know you get that little whatever it is like your imagination, I really don't know what it is, or something kind of like just lodges into your mind and tells you to either turn around or whatever. So she says she turned around, and when she did, she was a few houses away from her own home when she turned around to look. She said at the corner, she saw what looked to be like a very tall person, but she said that the way that this person's limbs looked, they were very skinny. She said, almost like branches from a tree. So I was thinking, okay, this is just how I thought at the moment. I thought like Groot, okay? So I could just picture like a big tall Groot standing on the corner when she turned around. So anyhow, she said it was dark, okay? Not only was it dark outside, but this thing that she saw was darker than the night. So she said it wasn't a shadow and it wasn't a tree because where this thing was was actually on the sidewalk. She said she picked up her dog and she said, I couldn't, Understand what it was I was looking at. And so she picked up her dog, she just hurried up and went into her house. Well, this thing bothered her, and it would have bothered me also because I would have been thinking, okay, was this my eyes playing tricks on me? Was it some kind of shadow coming from someone's house or what have you? But she said that she noticed on her way to and from the mailbox that there were no lights on that she could see in anyone's house. So she had just walked that path moments before she turns around and sees this thing. So she didn't know like what to think. So anyhow, it really started bothering her for the next couple of days after this happened. And so she decided that she was going to go ahead at about the same time and go to the mailbox, but she was going to drive there. She wasn't going to walk there. So she was like doing an experiment. So she gets in her car and she said, this time it was just a little bit later, maybe like really close to midnight or almost midnight. So she gets in her car and she drives down there. She gets her mail. She gets back in her car. She doesn't see anything. But after she puts a car in the garage, she walks out into her front yard. And then she sees this thing. Okay, not right away. But she says, for some reason, I started walking towards the corner. She had like a brave spell or something. Like that. She started walking towards the corner. And then she said, this thing reappeared. She said it kind of like slowly appeared. It didn't just... Like, all of a sudden, one second it's there, and then one second it's not there, and the next second it's there. She said it did not appear that fast. But it just kind of, she said, looked to me like it started like as some kind of a mist, and then this mist formed into whatever this thing was. Once again, she stood there and she wanted to take a picture of it. So she got her phone, she had it in her hand, and she held it up. And she said, immediately, this thing started walking towards her. And she said, I'm telling you, it's as if every step it took, I could hear it. I could feel the vibration on the ground. It was that, uh, like, heavy She said, I guess I could feel it. I could feel the steps. So she backed up. She went back in her garage, closed the garage. And then the sound started to subside. But the funny thing about that is the neighbors came outside. The neighbors right next to her and some down the street closer to the corner came outside because they had heard this pounding, this rumbling. She she knew this because she looked out her front window. She closed the garage. She went into her house. She looked at the front window. She noticed people coming outside. She went out her front door. And there were people out there saying, what was that? Was it an earthquake? Did And everybody heard this. And everybody felt this vibration. So... Of course, she wasn't about to say, oh yeah, there was this big, tall, tree limb looking entity at the corner, and this is the second time I've seen it. No, she didn't say anything. All she said was, it kind of felt like an earthquake, but it was a pounding type of sensation. It wasn't an earthquake. So what this thing is that she encountered... I believe, are just one of the things, okay, that are starting to come through into our realm. Now, I don't know exactly, okay? It's some type of entity. I don't know exactly what to call it because I didn't see it. I don't know if maybe it's some kind of tulpa. I don't know if perhaps it's something that has um, come from another universe. I don't know if it's something that has come through a portal. So this is, um, I don't know what or how I would categorize this because once again, I did not experience this. And she went further to say that she has never had any type of experience. She said, I've never seen a UFO, never lived in a haunted house, Never had anything, she said, at least I never had anything intense. If something would, has happened in the past, things being moved around, whatever, she said, it was very benign, and I don't recall anything at all. So this is actually her first experience. The neighborhood that this actually happened in um, is not too far from where they are building right now and um, the neighborhood, okay, is actually very close to, now this place, I know that there's something going on here. It has been under construction for almost three years. It's like every day they start over again. It's just amazing to me how long this project has gone on, and there are are still no structures, not one structure built, nothing. So I know that there's some type of activity, as well as there was one of the security people who came forward last year sometime talking about strange things that were happening there at the time. Now, he was in that uh, that little... Um, office, you know that temporary office thing that they put on most job sites, like construct when they're building houses or whatever. It's like that um it's kind of like a manufactured home looking thing that they put on these sites. And that's where the security guard was and he would go and drive around every so often and make sure that there was nobody there, no loiterers or anything like this. But he actually reported some some strange things happening there. And um, he said that it was like somebody was throwing rocks, okay, at that office. And when he went outside, there was nobody there. He said there was no one there throwing rocks. But where these rocks were coming from, I do not know. He said at least they sounded like rocks. It wasn't raining, um, and it sounded like He said, it sounded like somebody had a handful of pebbles and threw them at the office. And this happened well after midnight, he said. It must have happened about 30, 3 a.m. So where, where this sighting was recently is not far from where they are doing this construction project that has gone on for almost three years. I have, I am just so amazed. Not only how long it's taken, and it seems like nothing's done because I pass by there almost every day. So I monitor the progress. And to tell you the truth, uh, right now there really isn't any progress. Whoever owns this, I mean, they have to be losing money for this thing to go on for so long either that or maybe it has been sold so many times to another developer I don't know how these things go but I'm telling you if one if one person if the same person has owned this site as long as it's been going on they have lost a ton of money but anyways um I don't know. I'm thinking that during their digging and all of that stuff, the initial digging and grading, that um, something may have happened. They may have uh, found something. They may have found actually many things because that property there was just an empty field. Until they started doing this project in, let me see, 2021. So, yeah, it's been almost three years, guys. So, I just have a feeling that there's something going on there. As well as other things besides the reports from the security guard. And I don't even know who they've got out there right now. So, there are people who actually live like their backyards face this um, project that's happening. And I just wonder sometimes if these people have perhaps experienced things that they were not experiencing before this project got started. Because I just, you know how you just have a feeling about certain things? And I had a feeling about this place even before anyone said anything, and I remember I um, spoke to Victoria Kennedy at one point, and I told her, you know what, I have a feeling about that spot there. Somebody um, began building back in... Um Oh man, maybe eight years ago, they actually began. Now they did not get very far. They didn't even grade that area. All they did was they put up some fencing and then there was a sign out there. I guess they were going to build condos or something, but that never went through. Nothing ever came of that. And then someone else went in there and um, they started once again, like they were going to build, had a construction project So there were some trucks there and they were doing some kind of um, like surveying the land, I guess, to level it and all this stuff. Nothing ever came of that either. And each time that this would happen, they would move one of those temporary offices onto that location. So this is actually the third temporary office that has ever been right there in that spot so i just have a feeling that maybe um they run into some kind of bad luck maybe for some reason things keep happening to um they have to postpone their building of this place or whatever but um i just know that there's uh, something that cannot be explained happening there I'm sure that at some point they will be able to build their condos or whatever this thing is going to be. But I don't know the type of um, circumstances that people are going to find themselves in. I um, can almost see certain things going wrong there. And it's not like I want that to happen. I do not want that to happen. But I can almost see leaks happening, water leaks, even like certain gas leaks and things like this. I can, ju- I can just see it happening. So at some point, because we've had so much bad weather and um, Victoria and I have not been able to even have a meetup in such a long time. But at some point, once, I mean, I'm beginning to almost lose hope. We're still in, uh, well, this is springtime, you know, in Southern California, and people still have to wear long sleeves. So it's like, I'm beginning to lose hope in summer. I don't know what's getting ready to happen here. But at some point, we are going to get as close as we can to this area it is fenced in i know it's monitored so it's not like i can go and just walk around in there but perhaps once this is all built up we will be able to hopefully i mean it may be a gated community it's um kind of looking like it might be especially if it's a condo community But um, I'm just going to keep my eye on this area because it seems to be um, bringing some strange things, okay? Like some sort of a magnet. It's also in the area where those little solar light things were being seen by many different people. There's still empty field, adjacent to where they are doing this project. That empty field is where those little lights were first seen, there and right across the street. So, yeah, it's almost like this whatever happened there is attracting other things, all right? So, um, once again, I'm just going to keep an eye on that area. Okay, so this story here is from someone who was at a rented cabin in the mountains. Now, I don't really want to say where this happened because um, it's in a tourist area, of course. It's a rented cabin And she said that they go up there, usually in the fall, they might go and rent a cabin and have Thanksgiving there. They might go in the winter and this and that, okay? So they go up there quite frequently. She said they always have. That's what her family likes to do. They're mountain people. They don't go to the desert like so many people do. They like to go to the mountains. So anyways, um, they were there. And she said that even once she got older, She was very comfortable there. It did not bother her even to go and spend a weekend there by herself. She said, yeah, when I was in college, I would rent a cabin and go spend a weekend by myself just to kind of decompress, just to do nothing, no studying, no nothing. So she went up there by herself She said that uh, right away, she just had this uneasy feeling for some reason. She said it felt like someone was watching me, but she knew that there wasn't anyone there. She said everything was clear. There was nothing there, but yet she had this feeling. She had this feeling that she wasn't alone. Now, many of these cabins, they're kind of like three levels So you've got like this basement level and she was saying that she could not go down to that basement because she felt kind of creeped out. But that's where the music was. Like there was a pool table in there and um, that's where there was like a uh, TV where you could watch movies. There was like a, a DVD collection down there. This is when... People used to have uh, movie collections and things like this, you know, before streaming. So anyways, she said, oh, it's all just my imagination. She went down there and she said that there was a CD player down there. So she decided that she was going to listen to some music and she was going to shoot pool all by herself. Okay. So she puts on music. Okay. And she's shooting pool Then she's finished with that. She said, so I went back up. I went to go take a shower, and I was going to go back down and watch a movie. So she did all that. She got her snack. She went down there. She watched a movie. She says halfway through the movie, that CD player went on. Now, the CD player was a carousel, okay? So it would, you could put like five CDs in there, and when one was done, it would just move over to the next one so you didn't have to get up and change it or anything like that. So I don't know how familiar you guys are with CD players, especially the carousels, but when they would rotate, it would make this noise. It would make like this little noise, okay? Now when the CD player was empty, or maybe if you had one CD in there, it would go all around until it found the one CD. So it made a, a longer little whirring noise, okay? Like, and then there you go. It found the CD with the center, and then it started playing. So it was just like an unmistakable sound. That's what I'm getting at. So anyways, the CD player goes on. She said she saw the light go on and then she heard it. But it was full of CDs but yet it was going around like it like it was empty. So she got up and she turned it off because we know that these things can happen. It's always a possibility with electronics, okay? So she sits back down and she's watching the movie now. The movie's finished. So she's turning everything off, and she's um, turning off the lights. She's going to go back up. She's going to go to bed. So she says she was just starting to go to sleep, and she could hear that carousel going around. She could hear that whirring noise because it's so quiet there at night You can hear anything. You could hear someone drop a toothpick. And she said, I could hear this thing. And of course, she was a little freaked out. And she sat up in her bed. And she was like, I don't want this thing to burn up. You know, she was renting this place. So she had to go back down there now and turn it off. Even though she didn't want to. So she gets up, turns on the lights. She gets to the door. She goes down there and she said the thing was on. It was full of CDs and it was going around. So she unplugged it. She was like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I don't want anything to break. So she unplugged it. Okay, now that's that. So she went back to bed. Well, the rest of the night was uneventful, okay? But when she got up in the morning and she went back down there, not only was that CD player on, but it was playing music. It was plugged in. And the TV was on. So, of course, right away she thinks, there's somebody in here. That's why I have this uneasy feeling. But you know what, guys? There was no physical person in there. This particular cabin was not huge, okay? There was no physical person in there. So, who plugged that thing back in? So she got her stuff together, and she left. She left a day early. She left towards the evening because she said, I had to talk myself into leaving early, so I left kind of like in the early evening because she just couldn't bring herself to stay there alone another night. So once she got her car packed up, made sure that that place was locked. And once again, she not only unplugged the CD player, but she unplugged the TV. She said everything was off. She's pulling out of that driveway. And a light flickered and went on in one of the rooms. She said it was not fluorescent. There were no fluorescent lights in there. There were no lights on timers. None of those fake candles that come on every 12 hours and things like that. She said no. She saw the light in one of the rooms flicker and then turn on. So, I mean, this encounter was, I mean, come on. I don't want to call it a ghost, but it was some kind of spirit. There was something going on in there. And it was almost like whatever was in there just wanted to let her know that it was still there once she left. And she was even kind of worried, she said, about the CD player going back on because she said, I don't. I didn't want that place to catch on fire. I don't know what going to happen if the thing's going on and just spinning and spinning, which is a valid concern. I understand that. But certain things like that, what are you going to do? It's out of her control. She was there and the thing went back on. Very strange story, okay? It's bad enough when you've got people with you But when you're alone, I mean, that's even worse. But it's almost like before anything happened, as soon as she got there, she felt like she was not alone. There was someone or something else with her. Strange story. mm Kind of creepy. Okay. Okay. So this next one is about Rebecca, okay? So when Rebecca was young, they lived in another state, like South Carolina or something like that, one of the Carolinas. She said that her family was not, her family, she was raised in a Christian family, okay? They were Christian. So anyway, she said that they lived in this house, And they had been there for a couple of years, and then one morning her mom got up, and her mom started saying that she was tired, that she has a hard time sleeping, because there's a ghost in her room. So she just made this announcement, and her husband, and everyone was like, what? She's like, yeah there's something in in the room. It's a ghost or something, and I can't go to sleep. And it just stands there staring at me in the middle of the night. So that was the first that anyone had heard of this. So no one knew exactly how long that had been going on. So anyways, Rebecca, she was like about, like in her early teens, 14, something like that. So she said, I Nothing happened to me, so I just went on with my life. She said, oh, my mom said this, but, you know, she just kind of like gaffed it. She didn't really pay too much attention to it until one night it happened to her. She said she's asleep. For whatever reason, she wakes up in the middle of the night. She opens her eyes, and she said she saw this thing just staring at her standing by her bedside she described it as being approximately four to maybe four and a half feet tall looked like it was wearing like a kind of robe like with a hood on it so she could not see a face she could not see any features she said this started happening from time to time. And so, at certain times, she would be really scared, but not every time. She said, I I don't know why or how it happened like that. And just like sometimes, she said, she would be like paralyzed. She wouldn't be able to move. And sometimes, she wouldn't be. So, the emotions and the feelings that she felt were not always the same. This went on, she said, for about two years until finally she said one night it happened to her and she had told her mother, they even thought about moving because she said sometimes I would be awake all night Because I would be scared. And I would just wait to see the sun start coming up. And then I would go to sleep for maybe like an hour or two. So she was dragging. She said it was strange how this thing could make her feel differently like each time. So one day she told her mother... I'm going to rebuke this thing. Like, why hasn't anyone done that in the family? They were Christian. Why did no one, why did the mom not do that? Why did Rebecca not do that in the first place? Because what was happening, she said, even sometimes when she would get that like paralysis feeling, she said, I would have that feeling like I couldn't move. She said but also I didn't want to. It it was the strangest thing. She said I don't know if I didn't want to move because I was too scared because I didn't want this thing to like come after me. She said but it just was the strangest sensation. She didn't want to go sleep in another room of the house because she felt that at least she was in her room so it gave it was a like little comforting to her. It was her room. But if she went into another room, she wouldn't have that same feeling of comfort. So I kind of understand this type of feeling that she's explaining, but it just goes to show you how these things, not only can change your perception, the way you see things and certain things, but it can also affect you emotionally. So she tells her mother, if this thing comes into my room again, I'm going to rebuke it. So, of course, it happened again. And she said she was so scared. Okay, Rebecca was so scared at that time when she saw this thing. And it took everything she had to rebuke this thing. She rebuked it. She said, in Jesus' name, in Yahshua HaMashiach's name, in Yahweh's name. And it never happened again. It never came back. So that tells us what? That tells us that what she was dealing with was actually diabolical. This was no just entity passing through. This was no just um, whatever you want to call it, something that's curious entity. No, this was diabolical. This was from hell. Now, why did it only stand there? Why did nothing else happen? Why did the dad not see it or the brother? Why just the two females? So these are questions that um, I have to ask. I don't know why. But um, this is a very strange thing also. And they were even, she said, they were even talking about moving at some point. But then they all decided that it doesn't matter if we move. This thing will follow us. Well, see, maybe not. Maybe it wouldn't have. That thing could have been there for whatever reason. We don't know what drew this entity to that location. Until or unless someone does a little bit of research as far as the history of where this is built. We know that there are many areas, new houses, old houses, new houses, especially that people experience activity. They always wonder why. Well, how can that be? It's a new house. Well, we don't know what happened on the property before the house was built. And we know this, guys. I mean, you and I, we know this. And sometimes it stuns me when people these days don't know. It's because the because of the ground. And it was also, because, you know, we talk about portals and stuff like this. Well, it was also mentioned to me that um, a lot of the Places where battles have taken place, where murders have taken place, or um, any place where blood has been shed, well, that blood that is shed on that ground opens portals. That's why these rituals that are done to open portals in certain locations are bloodletting rituals. So... Gettysburg, places like that, places where big battles have taken place. And it doesn't have to be a huge big battle, as long as there's blood that has been shed on the ground. Well, that's why these things will continue to have activity. That's why these places will continue to attract these negative entities. People say, oh yeah, I saw a Civil War soldier still thinking that the Civil War is going on and we see the ghost of these soldiers in Gettysburg and these other places. Well, no. I mean, what they are doing is they're disguising themselves as Civil War soldiers, but they are really not. What these things do because of the, I mean, you got to, we have to realize the, Civil War was just brutal, okay? All wars are brutal. But Civil War, you had many other things going on besides just the killing, all right? Because you also had Americans fighting Americans. You had the North and the South. So you had families even fighting each other. So your cousin may be from the North and you're from the South. And they would put that all aside and just forget, okay, that they were battling their own family members. So that also added to the negativity, added to that negative charge. And, um, I have to tell you guys when it comes to war and all of these type of things if you're defending something okay that's one thing but when you are going against someone because of um I I don't know the clothes they wear You don't agree with this and that. Well, that's different. And that's another thing, okay? So you've got families fighting each other. You've got, I mean, what was the Civil War really about? Think about that one too, okay? The Civil War was not what they tell us that it was about in all the little funky history books that we had in school. No, 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 no. It was not. We've been lied to about so many things, and that's one of them. So these places will never cease to be haunted because it will just continue to attract more and more because that negativity is still there. That's a place that I've never been, guys. I've never been to Gettysburg. I want to go there Really, really bad. As a matter of fact, I want to go there like in August when they do the Civil War reenactments and all this stuff. Because I know that it's a charged place as far as energy. I know this. I just don't know the intensity. Just like when I went to the Grassy Knoll where President Kennedy was murdered. Oh, yeah, that's another place. Very, very charged area. It is always that's another place always going to have activity always going to be haunted that location is haunted anyways um I think I've gone on for too long I kind of like got off track of what I was going to talk about um I don't know when I'm going to be able to be back I'm looking for Wednesday okay and um we'll bring some more stuff to talk about on our next walk it can be a windy road that we're walking on, you know, this path. It isn't always just an easy path. Sometimes it's rocky. Sometimes it's windy. Sometimes we have to climb a little bit. But it's always pretty interesting, depending on what your interests are, depending on what you are interested in. That's why I always ask, okay, if you have any requests, if you have anything that you want to hear about, if you have anything you want to share, you can always contact me, maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. And um, we can share these things on our walk. It's like uh, we all bring something, okay, on this walk that we can share, So just let me know. We'll talk about it. We'll dissect it. We'll get to um, the conclusion, what each individual thinks about certain things. All right. So anyways, um, as usual, guys, I want to thank you for joining me. I appreciate each one of you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. So until we walk and talk again, everybody have a wonderful day. Ciao.